took the money out of the till and bought fast cars and houses they couldn't really afford, as well as the electronic toys of the day. And, of course, it fell apart. In short, they spent the money in the till without realising how much of it really belonged to them after costs and overheads. Because it was their business, they confused the profits of the business with their own personal profits. The end of this story is bittersweet. The bad news was that they shut up shop, gave the keys of the pub back to their lender, and left a bunch of suppliers with unpaid bills. The good news was that they learnt from the experience. They were not deterred by what had happened, and started again. This time they knew the basics of business. They still understood the market they were aiming at, and they went on to make a small fortune out of pubs and clubs. They are now seasoned entrepreneurs, all the more so because they know what it is to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and plunge straight back into the saloon fight. In the first chapter of this book, I will help you decide if you have what it takes to be an entrepreneur. There's a part of me that thinks anyone can be a successful risk-taking entrepreneur. It's interesting that Duncan Bannatyne, one of the dragons in the den, wrote a book called Anyone Can Do It, and the founders of Coffee Republic, a successful chain of coffee bars and concessions, and nothing to do with Dragon's Den, wrote their story, and guess what they called it? Anyone Can Do It. I had a conversation with a friend on the topic. He claimed that he could never be a millionaire because he wasn't very good with money. Now, I personally believe that you don't have to be a financial genius to make a million, But on the other hand, you do have to get the financial basics right, otherwise you run the risk of imitating the folk who started their own bar. I'll be taking a look at what entrepreneurs are really made of in Chapter 1, and at the financial basics needed in Chapter 6. Getting a Head Start People who feel motivated or even compelled to set up their own business are quite likely to have been brought up in a family firm or in a family where at least one of the breadwinners ran their own business. I was brought up in a family that owned and ran a newsagent's corner shop. I did my first paper round when I was ten, and heard my parents talk about the good times and, more worryingly, the tough times that affect all business owners at some point or another. I learnt a lot from that experience. I may not have realised it at the time, but profit, how much we could safely draw from the business, and cash flow— money received minus money spent over a given period of time, were concepts with which I was very familiar before I set up my first enterprise. I learnt a lot from the family business. The basics of how money works. Knowing that working smart is as important as working hard. That you shouldn't overextend on borrowings. To keep a tight control of the finances. To keep your finger on the pulse all the time. If you look away, something will go wrong. The importance of knowing your customers. Finally, the most important lesson I learned was that I knew I wanted to do something on a much bigger scale than the traditional family firm. I dared to go big. So does that mean you have to have grown up with a family business in order to understand entrepreneurism? No, of course not. I'm just saying it helps. It doesn't matter if you grew up in a home where your parents worked in corporate companies or institutions. 
it doesn't affect your ability to think like an entrepreneur. After all, many managers in large corporations demonstrate entrepreneurism and innovativeness on a daily basis. The first part of learning the basics of being an entrepreneur is being prepared to listen to other people. Perhaps most importantly, you should talk to people running small businesses so as to get a handle on the mindset of the person running their own thing. There's no information or advice as fresh and useful as the opinion of someone whose livelihood depends on their daily business. It's not hard to come by that kind of wisdom either. People who run their own businesses love talking about them. They will all give you some information that's the same as everyone else, and some that is peculiar to what they are doing. So the next time you go into a restaurant and it's quiet, ask the owner how their business is doing, what's going well and what, if anything, is worrying them.